And you are listening to KOPN Columbia 89.5 FM. It's about 9 o'clock on Friday morning, and that means it's time for Open Mic Radio once again. We're going to start things off in proper fashion here with one from Loose Loose. This one is called Convenience. Back in a few minutes.
All right. As a way to start your Friday morning off, that one is called Convenience by the local band called Loose Loose. It's Mike. You're listening to Open Mic Radio on Friday, February 8th, 2019. Welcome to the program. Cold, cold morning. Going to be that way for a little bit here, I think. This winter's been a bitch. I tell you this. Pardon me. I, I can say that, actually. I shouldn't say it on Friday mornings, actually. But I can say it. I'm not getting. I'm not going to get FCC trouble for it. Anyway, sorry if I offended you. But it's been a rough winter, and I'm not feeling very well. I've got a cold today, so sorry. I'm just kind of curmudgeonly today. Anyway, uh, there is one thing nice about these cold mornings. I mentioned it last week or a couple weeks ago. The, the skies are beautiful early in the mornings this time of year. When it's really cold, it gets clear, like today. And, uh, you know, Venus, Jupiter out in the southeast sky this morning. Just beautiful. So anyway, got a great show lined up for you this morning. I'm excited to have a few members from the band Loose Loose with me. We'll talk with them and um, play some songs. They've got a new EP that's coming out. I think we're going to try to grab one from that as well. And we're going to have some fun like we do on Open Mic Radio every Friday. We'll also do a rundown of some of the things that are happening around town tonight and tomorrow. Swing on by if you're in the area, 915 East Broadway. Doors are always open. Before we get to the band, though, thanks to Kyle from Hit Records for coming down last week. Really cool talk with a cool guy. If you've never been down to Hit Records over there on Hit Street, just over there right next to Ragtag, you should consider checking that out. Really sweet stuff those guys are doing over there. It's a great place to visit if you want to build a real record collection rather than a digital record collection. Also, props to everyone over there involved with Dismal Niche and, uh, and Tell em Tapes. Real good work, you guys. I appreciate that. So, All right. This morning, my guests in the studio are members of the band Loose Loose. And let's just say hello and find out who we got here. We got Zach, Jacob, and Isaac, I think. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Sir. Okay. Hello. Hello. And uh, right into those mics, if you guys don't mind. Sure. And then we'll say hi, Zach, first. Zach, where are you from? I'm from St. Louis originally, but I live here in Columbia. Okay. And Jacob? Uh, yeah, same. Zach and I grew up together in St. Louis. All right. And how did Isaac get involved? Um, I grew up in Kansas City, but I came to, uh, to Mizzou to go to school here. That's how we met. Okay. The band is called Loose Loose. Where'd the name come from? <laughs> <laughs> um, well, we used to be called... Well, we, when we initially put this together, we called ourselves Loose and Colorful. Hmm. And we weren't too into that, and we liked the word loose. <laughs> so, we, you know, naturally we we doubled the word, and we were like, oh, this is kind of fun. Yeah, it's kind <laughs> of an interesting, like, marketing tactic, because people really only have to remember one word to, <laughs> That's right. to get the full band name. Yeah, all right. And it kind of, uh, now we kind of say, it kind of goes with how we play uh, and how we perform. It's loose uh, in improvisation and in just our styles and stuff like that all right cool so it kind of fits as well yeah all right let me ask uh, first i'll start with you isaac what mm-hmm. instrument do you play i play the bass play the bass what's your background in music you got parents or brothers sisters that kind of thing no i i grew up like playing in bands and stuff in high school um and then i actually got invited to start playing at like a gospel church in kansas city uh-huh. and so that kind of like introduced me to like fusion and like a little bit of jazz and r&b and stuff like that uh-huh. and so when i came here to columbia i was just like super super hungry to start playing some like difficult you know complex music mm. and i i saw these guys playing like a previous iteration of uh, one of their bands and was just like really really impressed by uh-huh. what they did there and and just like tried to get together and jam as soon as possible how long have you known these guys when did you first uh, or how long have you been in columbia i guess first of all so i've been in columbia for about four years now um and i'm pretty sure we met like three years ago yeah 
And you guys have been playing together pretty much since then. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. You play the bass. Uh, are you multi-instrumental? Is that your primary? Yeah, I'm, I, I play like a little bit of drums and guitar and keys and stuff, but I'm definitely mostly bass. We also like all kind of like produce our own music uh-huh. as well. So we've got kind of little like solo things going on on the side, but right. Loose Loose is definitely like the primary focus. Okay. All right, cool. What about you, Jacob? You got a musical background? Uh, yeah. So I... Um like I said, I'm from St. Louis. Um, I uh, a lot of my background is is playing jazz, and um, I think I started playing when I was like ten. Uh-huh. Um, not really a musical family or anything. My dad, like you know, uh, learns um, you know like sublime songs on the guitar, right. sing a lot campfire songs. And stuff. Sure, sure. Um, but yeah, nobody nobody in my family is a musician really. Um, but I, yeah, I saw. Uh, you know, I guess in like 2004, I saw School of Rock. Oh, what a uh, great movie! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that was kind of a, a pivotal point for me. Uh, you know, seeing that uh, that kids could do music too. I yeah. got really inspired and yeah, um, wanted to be the uh, like the badass drummer. Is that when you uh, play the drums? Yeah, uh, <laughs> Freddie Jones. Yeah, Freddie Jones. What's the line? Uh, Meg White can't play the drums. She can play them better than you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's, uh, just a super quotable movie. Um, oh yeah, but yeah. So then, uh, and you know, Zach and I, like I said, grew up together. Uh, so we kind of around the time that I started playing drums, he'll tell you more. But he started playing guitar, and, and right. so that you know, uh, we played in bands together in high school. I played in other bands that were like, um, kind of like prog, like Mars Volta hmm. kind of projects. Uh, sure. And. Uh, yeah, and then pretty intense drumming and some of that stuff. Yeah, it was, that was kind of the point, <laughs> you know. Is what, what can I do that's as complicated as I can possibly make it? Interesting. Um, and uh, yeah, and so then you know, came to Mizzou for school and um, you know was doing more stuff. And we, you know, Isaac and Zach and I played in uh, like as a packing group for uh, like a singer songwriter named Ravs mm-hmm. um, in town for a while. That was kind of our first like gig uh together um but yeah and so now i'm i'm doing jazz stuff a lot as well as loose loose still uh doing uh like i'm in the jazz school in the zoo um so yeah okay cool all right zach back to you now i've never met this guy so i don't know what he's talking about (laughs) since i knew him my whole life (laughs) Uh, yeah we met when we were 10 started playing guitar Uh, my dad's a professional musician okay his name's mike zito he plays blues and some stuff like that right Uh, in the st louis scene yeah yeah um so i just grew up around that like getting up on stage with him and kind of learning the live performance environment Mm -hmm. and then started playing with jake we kind of just jammed on whatever it was that we liked at the time and then kept going from there came to mizzou and essentially the same thing you know just started playing uh more music with these guys and here we are and you study music at mizzou i didn't study music but i i was also in the jazz combos and uh in uh big band like concert jazz band and right stuff. right okay I, and what, uh, pardon yeah. me jacob but you're sorry did, did i get you correctly there you're still at mizzou doing jazz mm-hmm. yeah okay all right in what in what capacity I, uh so i'm I, like I've as done, a student yeah so i'm doing um like combo and stuff right now um and i've I've done like uh like the the big band and stuff as well okay um uh doing like a jazz studies minor all right and zach you're done though 
Yes. You're, you're, out, you're out of Mizzou now. Yeah, I'm still doing jazz combo just because, you know, it's fun. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. Yeah. All right, so I've only got three of you here, but the band is quite a bit bigger. So let's talk a little bit about the makeup of the band in general. I You've will got... say we do actually have our trumpet player coming. Oh, good. So good. he should be here in just a minute or two if that's okay. All right. All right, so that's four. Yeah. And generally you have what, six or seven? Seven. Seven? Yeah. yeah. Okay, so we've got bass, drums, guitar, trumpet. Uh, we've got two vocalists and a keyboard player. Two vocals and keys. Mm-hmm. All right. And who is your vocalist? Or who are your vocalists? Uh, they are Simone Sparks and uh, Jay Artis. So a woman and a man. Mm-hmm. All right, cool. I was mentioning to the guys off the air that back in the Blue Fugue days, back in 2006, 2007, for, for a brief period of time, there was a band that was called ZAP. And... Uh, Actually, it, was, it stood for Zero Antiperspirant. I'm not sure why they chose that for a name, but I think it's because they were always sweating and, and shirtless on stage. Nice. But, but uh, anyway, ZAP had a groove that was very similar to you guys and, and, uh, and a similar makeup of the band as well. So that's kind of cool. I like, the, uh, I like the dual vocalist with a guy and a girl. That's, you can do a whole, lot of, a whole lot of different stuff with that. Yeah, definitely. They play off each other very well. Is that right? Mm-hmm. All right, what's, uh, what's your keyboard player's background? Girl or a guy, and where are they from? Here's the trumpet man, hey. I can tell. Hello. <laughs> Actually, I couldn't tell, he just told me, so. <laughs> How you doing? I'm Mike. I'm good, I'm, I'm CJ. Hey, CJ, all right. All right, so we got CJ now, we got Zach, we got Isaac, and we got Jake, and we got a party going on here, and the radio station here, 9.15 in the morning now on February the 8th. It's Open Mic Radio, and you're listening to it here on KOPN Columbia. I'm gonna take a second here to let us get settled with uh, our new guest and then uh, we'll come back in a few minutes we're going to play one here from a release that was out i guess in october of 2018 that's the the previous release right yeah okay and that one was called shoe fits yep all right well this one is called space long and we'll come back with loose loose in just a few minutes it's mike you're listening to open mic radio on kopn columbia and uh stick around be back in a few minutes
There's another one from Loose Loose. That one's called Space Lung off of their EP from 2018 called Shoe Fits. And it's Mike. You listen to it here on Open Mic Radio, KOPN Columbia. We got CJ just walked in the door a few minutes ago, and he plays a trumpet for Loose Loose. I'm going to have you share that mic with uh, with Isaac, and we'll say hi to CJ. How you doing, man? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm pretty good. All right, so what's your connection? How did you get involved with all these guys and girls? Yeah, sure. Um, I used to play with Jake in the combo program at Mizzou, like the jazz combos. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's how I, I first met him. Um, also, Zach. I also met Zach that way, too. And then uh, sure. at some point, after like a year or so went by of uh, kind of seeing both of them every once in a while, uh, I went off and kind of did like some some marketing stuff because that was like part of my degree. Right. Uh, and then eventually ran into Jake again and uh, was like, "Hey, I want to you know play with you some more uh-huh. sometime because it's been a while." Right. Uh, and so he invited me to come and start jamming with them. Uh, and then after a little bit of that and just kind of gelling, uh, just kind of like came into the fold. Okay. So, yeah. so I didn't ask how long Loose Loose as it's currently set up. How long have you guys been together like that? It's not been that long, has it? No, so like the original um, formation of it was with with us three, me, Jake, and Zach, um, and another keyboard player, Michael Miller, and that started around I think December of of last year. All right. Um, and but like we've actually only been this full configuration with seven members since I think this summer. Hmm. All right. Yeah. And plans to stay together. I mean, are are y'all pretty much? settled here for the most part or are people kind of coming and going it's a big band and it's sometimes a little bit more difficult to keep a larger band together for obvious reasons definitely we're definitely, um, we're definitely you know uh we're kind of a family so we're settled uh-huh. you know with each other um we definitely have some kind of tentative plans to uh to make the leap somewhere you know new yorkish uh, or some big city eventually but for now we're we're making our rounds in Columbia. Okay. Well, you know, it's it's not the most intuitive place that people would think of to develop a music, art, or craft, or whatever, but Columbia and Mid-Missouri actually has quite an amazing music scene here. It does. I've been thrilled for, for years and surprised originally when I moved here. I moved here in uh, around 2001, and immediately was kind of like, wow. I mean, I realized it was a college town, but there are a lot of college towns that don't have crap for a music scene. Anyway, but uh, for 15, 16 years, I've just been watching it growing and changing and really, really still real strong. I'm, I'm glad that, uh, that we have it. You guys are a part of it. It's cool. What do you make of the local scene? And, and uh, you've done some work in St. Louis as well. Talk a little bit about what it's like to do music around here. Well, yeah, Jake and I, Jake and I have been in it now for a couple of years with like a band mm-hmm. before Loose Loose. Uh, at first, it was kind of, I guess, not difficult, but it was just hard finding our way around, finding our way, because uh, our other band was a little weird, I guess, <laughs> so, you know, finding a, a niche. Um, what was the name of that band, in case people might be familiar? Monchichi. <laughs> Monchichi, I like it. Yeah, I know. Uh, it was, I don't even know how we got that name. Uh, <laughs> It was it was strange, but okay. I don't know. Now it's definitely uh, it's different than when we first started. Maybe just because we weren't as experienced as we are now. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, now it's it's great. There's a lot of lot of music going on, and it's it's cool to see. All right, same with you guys. Are you enjoying the scene? Or what do you make of other bands 
in in the area? Do you have favorites and people that you like? Yeah, so I was actually going to say there were like two other bands here in Colombia pretty recently that like really really fit well with our sound. There was Sifa mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. a band called Certified Organic um, mm-hmm. that we actually had the chance to play a show with um, before they sort of left Colombia. So we're we're kind of uh, now the only like kind of R and B fusion project. Um, left here so hmm. uh, you know there's there's definitely like still an awesome like really thriving music scene here it's me Ross is like another great local band that oh yeah played yeah. a couple shows with yeah I played a couple songs from them last week as a matter of fact because they do some work with the guys from Down at Hit Records nice yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah the local venues here are really solid we've got some good relationships with uh, the people that book it at, at those um, and then also just like marketing people and entrepreneurship people there's definitely just like a lot of hidden pockets of mm-hmm. like talent that are that are here and like willing to help local artists if you just like go and find them right right what do you make of collaboration between artists i see a lot of very healthy like friendships actually between lots of different band members from lots of different bands in different genres but everybody kind of enjoying each other and kind of mixing it up a lot do you guys see some of that yeah that's um that's kind of a like a cornerstone of of, of loose loose um, is the idea of collaboration and community. Um, mm, yeah. So I mean, the, you know, like we said, the group originally started as a uh, kind of an instrumental outfit, and then we uh, through our collaborations with with vocalists, um, we ended up kind of uh, <clears throat> you know more or less falling in love with these these people and, and kind of inviting them to be a, a more um, permanent member of the group. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean that's that's what's great about being in a kind of a smallish town um, is that you can really build relationships uh, uh, really naturally and 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 uh, strongly with with people who are in other bands and um, you know I think it's it's something that we could use more of. I think I yeah, you know I yeah. would love to uh, to have other musicians in other bands featured uh, and or um, you know just do a lot more kind of cross-pollination uh-huh. between uh, well, styles. Well, I think, I think a lot of you guys have other projects going on, right? What mm-hmm. uh, CJ, are you involved in anything other than Loose Loose? Um, yeah, I play with some jazz guys around town every now and then. Uh, a friend of mine, uh, Ben Colagiovanni, is from the mm. jazz department, and he, or jazz program, and he plays the piano. So I've been doing some, some duo stuff with him every now and then. You know, there's a great uh, jazz scene here. Uh, yeah. We yeah, all swing... Program brings incredible musicians to town every year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Too. All right, Jacob. What about you? You're involved with some jazz stuff as well. Isaac. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, no yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I I do just like a little bit of like my own production stuff, uh, kind of like beat making and producing like other people's projects uh, a little bit here and there. I actually just started like a new thing with my buddy Justin. That's kind of like loop based, where we we kind of like build up a groove, and uh, we're gonna be playing our first show. Uh, like next weekend um, do not have a name for that project yet hopefully <laughs> we'll, we'll figure something out alright alright and Jacob we know you're still working and uh, doing some jazz combo stuff yeah yeah so yeah. Uh, I'm you know obviously uh, like like he said I'm also doing um, production and stuff too uh, I'm a I'm also a DJ the uh, real DJ scales <laughs> in the house alright uh, so yeah I, I DJ at kind of all the like the, the college bars and stuff in town and, cool spinning uh, records yeah 
Right on. Scratching uh, them up and everything? Yeah, yeah. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a turntablist. So. I like it. I like I it. I'm going to have to come in and check you out sometime. That's yeah, really yeah. Cool. I, you know. I, I will say, I'll throw this in here. I was definitely like in the like DJs are not like real musicians or whatever camp of like, you know, just sort of like digging on that, right, not thinking right. it's like a legitimate art You're form. You're not alone. A lot of people until say that. Until I but saw Jake perform. And that that just like he blew my mind like the first performance and now like every time I go and see him I'm just sort of like mesmerized by all the like the different buttons and yeah, like yeah, switches yeah. and stuff that he's pressing. That's awesome. I'm with you. I, I I think that a lot of people have sort of a misconception of what that's like, and Definitely. it's actually quite an art for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I try to kind of combat that with the you know the the scratching and the you know make it as much of an instrument as I possibly can. <laughs> right. Okay. I've got to take a quick break here to say hello to our waste management friends. Every Friday they come down the alley and make a bunch of racket and make sure that we know that they're there. So good morning and thanks to the men and women who take care of the stuff that we don't want to have behind our homes and businesses. So thanks you guys. And uh, all right, back again to Loose Loose. And we're here in the studio. It's about 9.30 on Friday morning. It's the 8th of February, cold morning out there in mid-Missouri. But it's warm in here in the studio. we got the lovely Diana Moxon taking some photos for us. And she'll be on the air here in about a half an hour with Speaking of the Arts. Stick around for Diana's program. It's always fun. And in the meantime, we'll get back to our guests. Let's talk about uh, songwriting. Who does uh, most of the songwriting in your, in your collaboration here? Um, it's kind of a collective effort. Um, usually, like, one person may come in with, like, an idea. Mm-hmm. Um, either Whether it be, like... A progression Isaac has on the bass, or like a like a rhythm that Jake's got, or I'll come in with like you know uh, some sort of guitar thing. Mm-hmm. It's really just like whatever it is with our instrument that we bring to the table, and then people will play off of that, and there they are. Yep. Oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yep. yep. Uh, you can't ignore yeah. them, so we always bring them into the program. It's the only way, it's the only way to do it. <laughs> it. It is, yeah. I would say like. It is usually like an instrumental foundation that the vocalists come in and and build on top of, um, but it also is just like very very kind of like unplanned. It's like an organic process of just like I think some of our best songs, like some of our our you know uh, most like well written stuff, has just started as a completely improvised jam, hmm. just like at a practice somewhere. Like somebody will just start with an idea that they just come up with on the spot, and then everybody like sort of hops in on it and starts building it up and then you know you know five minutes later we've got like this huge like jam and really really nice groove building and they've got like you know awesome vocal hooks sliding on top of it and it's it's just kind of like an incredible process to be like one seventh of Hmm. you know because i really don't feel like i'm you know making it it's it's more like i'm sort of being pulled by it and mm. i don't know i, I kind of feel like everybody has that feeling to some degree is there a sort of i'm not sure how to put it but like a leader of the band i know that a lot of times when you get a group of people especially musicians sometimes it's actually helpful to have sort of mm-hmm. one person that really kind of kind of guides the thing do you guys have something like that or is it sort of uh, democratic uh i think that would be helpful at at some points in time but we try really hard to like make it as as equal as possible uh-huh. for as far as like the management stuff goes it, me jake and zach are like the three original like founders of the band we sort, sort of the of core like of the band handle more of that stuff mm-hmm. um but even that is it's just kind of like whoever has the time and energy to take on that responsibility is is like welcome to who does your promoting and uh, booking shows and stuff like that Zach? everyone yeah. i mean I definitely have done it here in Columbia, probably the most. Um, 
I guess we haven't played out of town much, uh-huh. so there's not a whole lot there, but I think it's it's still kind of a collective thing. All right. What about lyrics? Who's writing most of the lyrics? Do those just sort of come along as well? Or? Yeah, the vocalists, you know, kind of take care of that. Um, like you said, usually a lot of our stuff comes from kind of a, uh, like an instrumental jam or something, and then... Um, you know, you'll see over in the corner the vocalist kind of like, you know, like typing notes on their phone or <laughs> writing down lines. And, um, and yeah, usually it, we're all uh, adept enough um, uh, players that we kind of trust each other to, uh, to, to do our own parts. You know, no one's really writing parts for anybody else. You know, I mean, obviously there's like suggestions mm-hmm, and we have, mm-hmm. you know, good, healthy uh, conversation about it. But um, yeah, I mean, uh, we're very fortunate that uh, each member of the band is uh, is just a total killer, and they come in and, and come totally correct every time. Yeah. So. Well, people say real good things about you guys, and uh, you know, you really just sort of came on the scene in the last less than a year, and there's already a lot of talk about what you guys are doing. So, really excited to see uh, what you do here in the future, and we'll and hopefully you have some shows um, coming up. I don't know, you got anything coming up this winter or anything you want to talk about? We, yeah, we're doing a. On March 9th um, at Rose Music Hall, it's the Search for Summerfest summer, uh, summer camp. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so it's you know a big uh, you know quote unquote battle of the bands thing um, where you know it's us and like a bunch of other fantastic local bands, um, uh, Dumpster Kitty, mm-hmm. Cat Daddy's Funky Fuzz Bunker Band. Um, <laughs> I got it right. Uh, um, yeah, we're all you know playing for a chance to play it at summer camp music festival um, right. Right. in in Illinois. So that's super awesome. Uh, really important. You know, if you've got any fans listening, please come out March ninth. Cast your vote. <laughs> right. March 9th. That's a that's a month from now. Maybe we'll have you guys back on the air before that. We'll see. Maybe we can put sure. something together before that. That would sure. be awesome. Yeah. All right. So um, what about between now and then? Got anything planned around town? Uh yeah we do so the the listening yeah um so <laughs> like I said we have an EP coming out okay. on February twenty second all right Mark that's fourteen days from today yes. all right two weeks from today we got the new EP from yeah. Loose Loose dropping okay um but before that we're gonna kind of do something try to do something fun on the seventeenth which is a Sunday okay where we kind of have like a listening party type thing at Cafe Berlin. All right. Um, and we, it may be kind of a fun little silent disco type thing where everyone gets headphones. Right. Maybe there's some food, comfy chairs. Um, just an overall fun, good experience for anybody that wants to maybe come out and enjoy the music before it gets released. Okay. Uh, and then we are going to have like live performance at that show as well. Exactly. It's going to start out with a listening party and then we're going to play a set and it should be like pretty special, pretty like fun, interesting, like awesome. not a normal um, loose loose set. And then our friends Ice Cream Socialism, which is another local band around here, um, are going to be closing out the night. All right. Sounds fantastic. When is, that's the 17th? Yep. Yes. And you said at Berlin? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. All right. Let's see. Before we play another song, what if, what else do I want to talk to you guys about? What about um, influences? How about how about you, Zach? Start with people or but some of your influences. Um, well, so I grew up playing like blues guitar and and stuff like that. So or when I originally started playing music, it was you know Jimi Hendrix and and Steve Ray Vaughan and all those like guitar legends. Mm-hmm. 
and then I kind of getting started getting more into like the songwriting inspiration of things like um, uh, for a while I was really a big fan of John Mayer just because he had that kind of guitar aspect to him and he was also writing songs mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so I kind of fell into that wave of songwriting and then eventually got it more into jazz and uh, another band that I really love that's kind of newer they're from Australia they're called Hiatus Coyote hmm. they're kind of like a crazy fusion band cool so that's yeah give me one of your favorite shows you've ever been to uh, favorite show well my first real concert was Van Halen with David <laughs> no. Lee Roth oh yeah that back was, before Sammy yeah yeah that was that was the real Van Halen yeah that was pretty good awesome alright Jacob what about you um, yeah you know as far as influences, besides uh, everybody that I've ever come in contact with. Uh, <laughs> well, it's true, right? I mean, you're yeah. influenced by everybody and mm-hmm. every experience. So. Yeah. I try to pull from a lot of places. Um, you know, obviously, being a drummer, they kind of started a lot as like the, the uh, Neil Peart kind of rush. Oh. rush. Thing. I mean, you can't escape it. Yeah, um, yeah. He's just uh, phenomenal. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, like... Guys like D'Angelo uh, and Questlove, the whole Soulquarian mm, thing, mm, um, mm-hmm. was really big for me. Uh, and obviously, all the jazz masters, the Tony Williams, Nelvin Jones, um, and uh, you know Coltrane is is really sure. uh, super influential for me. I'm also uh, I'm really influenced uh, currently by like visual art, uh, like Cy Twombly and um, uh, like Franz Klein. And, uh, Salvador Dali, these kind of things. I try to Very kind cool. of think about music in terms of colors and shapes as well mm-hmm, uh, to, mm-hmm. you know, help kind of try and stay uh, as fresh as I can, you know, pull from other influences. Yeah. Well, it's fantastic. I mean, art is not one-dimensional, right? Yeah. Music is one of the arts, and I, I get sometimes a little bent when people talk about art and mean it only as painting or something that you hang on the wall you know it's definitely more than that and yeah. uh, and influencing can cross pollinate like you say definitely yeah what about you Jake or Isaac you're good you're good um, <laughs> I am really really into like kind of modern uh, like jazz fusion hip hop stuff which I mean as I'm sure these guys are as well but um, bands like Bad Bad Not Good and like snarky puppy and stuff that are that are kind of like bringing a lot of stuff from like the jazz world in terms of improvisation and right. just like uh innovating in the world of instrumental music but also like integrating that with popular music right mm-hmm. now which mm-hmm. is like hip-hop and like funk and r&b and stuff um as far as like my favorite performance that i've ever seen yeah. definitely like d'angelo huh? when he came through kansas city Saw him with the Jacob shaking his head too. So yeah, yeah. Huh? I I wish that I was there. Just a <laughs> phenomenal, lucky, lucky. phenomenal performance, and he he was playing with like some of the greatest you know session musicians in the world up there, like Pino Palladino on wow. bass, Chris Dave on drums, Isaiah Sharkey on guitar, and it was just like a legendary performance. Incredible. Like, yeah, wouldn't trade it for the world. Cool. All right, CJ, your turn. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> so being that my background is mostly jazz uh-huh. like jazz guys have, have definitely been probably the biggest influence on me uh, Coltrane is probably the reason that I like stuck with music uh, whenever I heard like the Love Supreme I, I just like yeah. it was overwhelming um, so yeah uh, older guys like him and Miles and Freddie Hubbard obviously uh, yeah Miles Davis is still one of my favorites yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, recently I've been 
a lot into like modern trumpet guys and like where hip hop meets jazz. Mm-hmm. Um, so like Takuya Kuroda uh, and, and Keon Harrell and, and guys like that. Uh, My listeners are getting a whole bunch of information today. I love it. I'm sure there's a lot of this stuff that they're not familiar with, so it's super cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, as far as like best concerts I've ever been to, uh, probably when I saw Glasper, uh, Robert nice. Glasper yeah. in Kansas City. Yeah. It was uh, pretty incredible. Well, we get some great shows that come through, there's no doubt. I mean, we get we get a few here in Columbia, but St. Louis, Kansas City, we get pretty much as, as good as anywhere, I think. Yeah. So. All right, I think we're going to take ourselves a break here, and we're going to play a new song from Loose Loose. This is going to be released in two weeks. We're getting kind of a sneak peek today. Yes, Zach, why don't you set this up and tell us what we've got here. The song is called Wrong Way. You go from there. Yeah, it is called Wrong Way. It's going to be from our upcoming release uh, entitled Sanguine. Mm. Um, it's kind of just an interesting interesting take on uh, all of our different styles. It's, I think, one of the songs on this uh, EP that kind of represents all of us who we are as players and we come together and make a baby. All right. <laughs> Enough said about that. We were going to listen to it right now. This is called Wrong Way. It's new from Loose Loose. You can hear the entire EP in about two weeks. In the meantime, this will have to do. It's Mike. You're listening to Open Mic Radio on KOPN. Back in a few minutes with Loose Loose.
There it is, you guys. It's a brand new one from Loose Loose. I think that's the first time that's been played. If so, thank you guys. Mm -hmm. Fantastic. All right. I am really looking forward to hearing the rest of this record, you guys. I was thinking off the air that I didn't ask you where you record. Where do you guys do your uh, your recording? Yeah, we did uh, we did this whole project at um, Central Cellar Studio with, with Will. Will. Yeah, he's the man. Will Reeves. He's the man. One of my favorites for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In fact, most of the people that come on this program have done recording over there with Will. Mm-hmm. Most of my buddies, and I mean, there are a few other studios in town, and and they do some good work as well. Pete Skolka does great work, uh, yeah. and, and he's a, he's a killer uh, musician in his own right. Definitely. But there's something about Will's place. I really I really just dig the way it feels over there. Yeah, he's super creative, uh, and and also really helpful. Uh, and, and kind of um, makes you feel comfortable as a producer yeah. as well. Sedge, the studio dog out over there. <laughs> right. Gives it like a homey vibe. Yeah, yeah. And he gets down to business, too. He can get it done. Oh, for yeah. sure. You know? All right, fantastic. Okay, that's good news to hear you. We're recording over there with Will. One other thing that I was thinking about that we kind of chatted about was the complexity of putting a big band together. I think some of our listeners may not be musicians themselves and may not realize how difficult it is to bring more people in. Um, As I mentioned, I think most musicians would agree that playing by yourself is the easiest way to do it because there's nobody else that makes the decisions for you. And as soon as you start adding more people, two, three, four, and with you guys all the way up to seven, it becomes more complicated. Could you talk about how that affects you guys and how you actually raise yourself to that challenge because you've been successful at it? Yeah, I would I would say it definitely takes a lot of like self-awareness to know like where you are relative to other people and also just like a lot of really really like focused listening to other people just to make sure, you know, what you're doing is actually, you know, not only does it sound good by itself, but it's actually like appropriate for the context. Mm-hmm. Um I think most of what I'm thinking about when I'm playing is not like what's some like cool new lick or some interesting progression i could play but like how can i support what what is already happening is this working with the rest of it Mm -hmm. yeah and i think bass especially should should always be kind of like an instrument of service like that like you're really really focused on how what you're doing is um supporting and enhancing the other things that are already happening well, you got to be able to hold that pocket, you and the drummer, because sure. everything else uh, kind of wraps around that. So, as a as a melodic instrument, especially being a trumpet player, I have to think a lot about uh, not stepping on like Zach's toes if mm-hmm. he's like doing some melodic stuff, or like uh, you know supporting Simone, or like doing something that complements what they're doing, or you know contrasting at different times, mm-hmm. uh, kind of rising and falling as the song ebbs and flows. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What about you, Zach? Any thoughts on that, big band? Um, it is kind of, it can be tough because, like, there being a trumpet and then also, uh, like, keys. I'm in the middle of both of those where I could either play chords or I could play lines. So I have to find a middle ground where I'm, like, also not stepping on anybody's toes and, mm-hmm. and, and but maybe complimenting the keys as well. It's kind of tough sometimes, but. We seem to make it work, so I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. 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 All right, cool. Let's see. We've got about 10 minutes left in the program, so I'm going to do a quick wrap-up of things that are happening around town. You guys stick around and... 
feel free to chime in, okay? Because there are a lot of times that I don't know who these people are, and a lot of times my guests do. Now, in this case, at the Blue Note tonight, I do know who they are. Devochka with a band called Dream Squeeze. Devochka, uh, I think they're out of Fort Collins, Colorado. But anyway, they were quite big, maybe in the 06, 07, 08 time frame. The guy that's the head man for them, I forget his name, but I think he did a bunch of movie soundtracks and stuff like that in the meantime. But anyway, Devochka tonight at the Blue Note. That'll be a great show. Tomorrow night, we've got John Langston and Hannah Dasher. I think that's sort of an uh, alt-country show. Rose tonight, Aqueous and Big Something. Any guys familiar with that? No, no. I don't think so. Aqueous and Big Something. I'm not even sure what that what that might be. Arkansas. I'm familiar with these guys because I played a girl named Opal Agafia and the Sweet Nothings a couple weeks ago, mm. and this uh, band from Arkansas is uh, related. Anyway, Arkansas tonight at Rose Music Hall, and they'll be accompanied by Whiskey for the Lady and Julian Davis and the Situation. And let's see. Uh, yeah, that's tomorrow night. And even Sunday, we've got something going on at Rose. It's the Metal Meltdown with Legend, Provoke the Colossus. I love the names. Mm-hmm. And The Repentless and Vonkar. That sounds like some Scandinavian rock. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like it. All right. Uh, let's see here at the Rochport General Store. Tonight, Pacific Lights. Tomorrow night, the Overdue Bills. Really good blues stuff tomorrow night. I'm not sure about Pacific Lights tonight, but if you're out west, out in Rochport, it's always sort of fun to check out the Rochport General Store. Then we've got the Cafe Berlin. Tonight, Elizabeth Moen with the Bernie Sisters and a private party tomorrow. So that's about it. Um, I guess over there at Nash Vegas, you'll probably get something like the Comancheros or some combination of uh, Tanner and those guys and uh, I guess that's about it what uh, what do you guys got going this weekend no. <laughs> I mean, Jake, Jake DJs like every weekend so oh, he's yeah, always got something to plug there uh, no, I, st- I took this weekend off we've got a friend uh, coming in town uh, he's actually playing as a, he's, a, he's a bassist playing as a sideman um, at at Nash Vegas tomorrow night oh, cool. so I, I took off this weekend I, uh, but, uh, to, to check that out, but, um, yeah, this weekend, I mean, you know, we've just submitted the EP and everything, so I'm totally cool with taking a, uh, like a personal weekend and just kind of chilling out. Yeah, it's okay. (laughs) What about you, Zach? Anything going on? I'm going to go to Nash Vegas, check it out. Uh, that's about it though. Just, just hanging out. All right. You ever been to Nash Vegas before? One time. And it was an experience. (laughs) Yeah. And we'll see what this one brings as well. (laughs) It's it's definitely different for Columbia, but it's pretty cool. So, all right, guys. Well, it has been a pleasure. And, uh, thanks for coming down on a cold Friday morning. And we'll keep our eyes and ears on Loose Loose. And thanks for the, uh, the opportunity to hear that new song. Yeah, great. thanks for having us. Thank you so Thank much. You. Yeah, for sure. We'll uh, we'll look at the calendar and see what's going on in early March if we want to get together again, maybe before uh, before that uh, summer camp thing. Let's sure, do sure. it. All right, all right, great. Enjoy yourselves for the weekend and uh, take care. Tell the rest of the band I said hey, and uh, we'll get them in here next time. We'll do sounds that. good. All right. Thanks, Mike. All right, thanks. sounds good. Take care, everybody. All right, it's Mike, and you're listening to Open Mic Radio on KOPN Columbia. We're gonna hear one more from Loose Loose on the way out here. Let's see, uh, how much time do I got? It is, I've got about six minutes. I think this song is about four or five. So I will tell you that uh, next week, I don't know who's going to be on the program. I thought I had somebody, but I don't. I guess I'm looking at the wrong piece of paper. Anyway, Nick Gorham, maybe, maybe. I don't know, Many Colored Death, 
Don't mind Diane, Dylan Walsh, Flood Brothers, Ray Fitzgerald. We'll get John and Andy here um, when they get back from Europe. The Hootenhollers, uh, John, Andy, and Kelly took off last week for the UK, and they've already played three or four shows in England. Uh, Sold-out tour with the Dead South. So our friends, the Hootenhollers, just kicking butt. And love seeing that coming right out of, uh, right out of Columbia, Missouri. Also, Paul Weber and the Scrappers uh, back in the studio pretty soon, I think. Dave said that they're working on a bunch of new material, so we'll have to get Paul and, um, and certainly Dave and Jesse and, and Justin down here sometime in the next few weeks as well. So, so come on back next Friday. We always got good stuff for you on Open Mic Radio, and uh, we'll do it again next week, okay? Once again, thanks to the guys from Loose Loose. We had CJ, Isaac, Jacob, and Zach, and uh, great stuff from Columbia, Missouri. Rhythm and blues, rock and roll, you name it, we got it here. Keep listening. Back at you next week. This is the title track from an EP that was released in October of 2018. It's called Shoe Fits. Been a great time, you guys. See you next week. three or maybe four or maybe more it's crazy i don't know how old it was when i noticed love it's something you feel yeah and i remember how for sure i thought i'd know when i'm in love unconditional a certain perfect blind bold is love just didn't know what it was Say if the show fits, then its purpose don't confuse it to an ordinary surface level. You give it, give me what I need. See, I remember I was sleeping when notice all my dreams were seeming closer. I just had to open, open up to love. It's something I felt deep down inside, yes I did And I remember I was five or maybe six I'll always wanted to be rich And ever since I've known that I've been rich with love Deep down it was Sing if the show fits Then it's purpose to confuse it Forsaken love is music, music, yeah. music to my ear, my ear.
Surface level, you give. You give. You give me what. 